Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well. You are back with Brittany Elliott. I'm the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and creator of Back to You in Five. I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. So today we're going to talk about some self-care activities. So think about what activities you actually like to do for yourself, or maybe they're activities that you used to do in the past, or things that you've been thinking about trying. Are you someone who likes to work out? Are you a reader? Do you really enjoy meditation? Do you like baking? Do those activities always bring you joy, or do they sometimes start to feel like a chore or a checkbox on a list. Choosing activities that balance our wellness points make for effective use of your self-care time. So I talked about in a previous episode how self-care activities don't have to be these huge planned out to-dos. The truth is, as mothers, we just have to be intentional with our time even when it's limited. So if we spend a short five minutes or 30 minutes on pouring back into ourselves, the effects really need to have a large impact. Coordinating activities with specific boost types is how we do this. So today we'll talk about the five boost types or wellness points that help us feel the most balanced as mothers and the activities that impact them the most. So let's get into it. The five wellness points are social wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, and intellectual wellness. Social wellness is the ability to create, maintain, and promote good relationships with others. So think about it as your satisfying relationships, reliable support systems, communication, and a sense of community. Some activities that impact your social wellness are catching up with friends, having a date night, having a game night, or even joining a community group and being active in it. Physical wellness promotes proper care of our bodies for optimal health and functioning. So that's body movement and exercise, having a well-balanced diet, of course, your water intake and hydration, getting enough sleep. And I also like to include your physical appearance or what's in your closet, Uh, because oftentimes you may be able to still wear something in your closet because it's still your size, but it may not still be functional for your vibe, your energy, and your personality now. So I always like to do a check through my closet once or twice a year just to make sure I'm wearing things that really do represent the person that I feel like I've grown to now. Some activities that impact our physical wellness, going for a walk, take a nap, updating like 
your hairstyle, maybe getting your nails done, changing up the way you do your makeup, or just doing those things. Because if you're anything like me, I know in the beginning of motherhood, I really wasn't putting a lot of effort and attention into those things. Um, And then through my self-care journey, I got back to actually making sure my hair was healthy, (laughs) uh, having a skincare and makeup routine, and just putting more effort into my outward physical appearance to help me feel better, you know, on the inside as well. And you could also try new healthy recipes to impact your physical wellness. Spiritual wellness is being connected to something greater than yourself. So think about your guiding beliefs, principles, or values, having a sense of purpose. It could even include like actively practicing a religion. So activities could be having a morning devotional, meditation, being involved in a Bible study, but even spiritually, like going on a hike or a nature walk, spending some time sitting on the beach, those activities can really help us feel connected to something greater than us and give us a sense of purpose in life. Emotional wellness is the ability to experience, manage, and express our feelings appropriately. So it's about having a happy mindset, being able to manage your stress and anxiety levels. And I say manage because it's very, very difficult to just live stress-free and anxiety-free, but to be able to actually manage it will help you in your daily life. That's having a positive self-image and being able to have freedom in your emotional expression. So activities that impact our emotional wellness include yoga or stretching, maintaining a journal, joining a support group or going to therapy, um, and even listening to music. Intellectual wellness is recognizing your creative abilities and finding ways to expand your knowledge and skills. So think about just engaging in learning, having creative activities, reading, and critical thinking. So some specific activities is when you actively learn something new uh, or you go out and visit the museum, doing puzzles, or when you're reading, reading thought-provoking books. So as your self-care goals and your self-care journey progresses, you'll be able to maximize these boost types by planning activities that fulfill multiple wellness points because you probably notice that a lot of activities can actually um, impact multiple wellness points at a time. So we take a deeper dive into this in the program Back to You in Five, uh, but let me just give you a little bit of an example of how you would maximize it. So I like to take my daughter to the zoo. It's a social wellness boost because it's an event that I'm doing and I'm doing it with my daughter, right? So it's social wellness right off the top. It's also impacting my physical wellness because I get a lot of steps in 
while I'm at the zoo and we go often. We have a gym membership and I always put my daughter in the stroller so that I can actually have to push her up and down those little hills. Like that's my thing. It also impacts my intellectual wellness though, because I learn something new about the animals basically every time we go. They're adding exhibits, they're always putting little notes and tidbits about where the animals come from, what they like to eat. So even though it's not my main intention for going to the zoo, I'm still impacting that wellness point while I'm there. And then even sometimes when I see the larger animals, like something about elephants do something for my spiritual wellness specifically, like it really makes me feel like connected on a higher level, just looking at them and it reconnects me with my sense of purpose. Uh, It also gives me an emotional wellness boost because I carry a bit of guilt because I work full-time outside of the house. And for um, about a year, I was able to work from home full-time. And then I went back into the office and it was like two or three days a week and that was still working great. But since a couple months ago, I've been back in the office full-time and it's just, it, I, I make it through my days, but some days it's it's really, really tough, you know, not being around her. And I spent so much time with her that I really miss that. So being with her helps my mindset, helps me emotionally and assures me that I'm doing right by her and doing the best thing for my family right now by going into work and being in the office every day. So I don't expect any of you to have experience like that or to feel the same way by even going to the zoo. Like you might be thinking, okay, Brittany, it's just the zoo, (laughs) you know, chill out. (laughs) But think about an activity or a place that kind of brings you all of that at once, because of course your self-care journey is about you. So you may not experience that. Uh, from all your activities in the beginning, but take it slowly. You know, start in your B room, like we discussed in episode three. Make solid decisions for yourself and stay consistent with your weekly planning. Each of those, as you do them consistently, help you almost build up your your self-care endurance, so to speak. You're committing to it. You're doing a little something every day. It's starting to become second nature for you to make a decision that impacts you positively. And then as you start choosing specific activities for wellness points, you'll start to feel that all those buckets are being hit. And so the point is to make sure that all your wellness points are in in balance. So if you're going through even a week doing your planning and when you write out your activities, if you see that with a lot of your activities, your intention behind them is to get a social wellness point or a social wellness boost, you may want to pivot and plan an activity that your intention is to maybe impact your physical wellness or your intellectual wellness. It may still obviously boost your social wellness because you can pick 
almost any activity that can be a solo activity, invite your friend, include your kid, include your spouse, and it's going to impact your social wellness as well. So think about that in your planning and literally (laughs) in your planning guide, write them in so that at least when you go to take your time, if you set an alarm and it's like, okay, this is my five minute, 10 minute self-care time, you're not spending two minutes thinking about what you want to do. Sometimes after we have kids, there's a process of almost even relearning ourselves and seeing where that growth has taken us. There are activities that maybe you used to do before you became a mother that you're really not interested in now. There may be things that you always thought about doing, And now you're like, you know what? I'm going to make the time to do that. So that's why starting in your B room is really the foundation. Because once you start tracking your thought themes, you can really understand which direction you want to go in your self-care journey. And when you do your self-assessment through the Boost Type Determination form, You're able to see, okay, where do I feel my wellness points are now? How do I feel about each of them right now? Where do I want to start? And it all seriously works together. So I don't want you to be too intimidated. I know this episode is really like a lesson, like very uh, much educational, especially how I've broken everything up. But sometimes we do have to get back to the basics of things to to kind of turn turn our lives around in a transitional way. So understanding why you're doing something, understanding the value of spending the time in your B room and not just doing it only to check a box. I mean, in the beginning, sure, it's going to be regimented. And like I told you, I had a little bit of guilt that I had to work through when I was adding five minutes to my showers and things like that. But now it's just like, I don't even have to think about it. But if I would have never went through those growing pains through my self-care journey, I wouldn't have um, been able to understand it and and respect it for what it is. So remember, your self-care journey is not about being like me or any other mothers out there. Choose activities that you truly enjoy Be open to trying new things, but if you don't like them, go back to the ones you enjoy. It's all about you. It's your self-care, it's your life, and your motherhood journey. So that's it for now, Mama. I appreciate you listening today, and I will talk to you all very, very soon. Back to You in 5 is built around five wellness points. Social wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, intellectual wellness, and emotional wellness. These wellness points work together to help us feel the most whole as mothers. Understanding your relationship with your wellness points is important for your self-care journey. Self-assessment and self-awareness are the foundation to your self-care. So be sure to grab your Boost Type Determination form at the link in the description.
To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at Back to You in 5 on Instagram where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination.